Welcome to the Business of Design podcast. I'm Cheryl Horn, Director of Operations for Business of Design. A lot has changed at Business of Design since this episode originally aired. For the latest information and rates on events and membership at Business of Design, head to businessofdesign.com. Enjoy the show. Heart and soul. Does that not just absolutely describe what you put into the job? Do you begin every project like I do thinking I am going to work so hard and I am going to make this client happy beyond their wildest dreams? This won't be the last time I work for the client. It'll just be the first of many projects. And if you do feel that way, and if that does describe you, what do you do when you come to a place where you realize you're falling short? of that ideal. Well, we're going to talk to someone amazing today. Her name is Juliet Palaria, and I hope I am saying her last name correctly. You have to go to her website. It's jpstyles.net, and it is just full of beautiful photographs, including some of her. And it would be so easy to look at Juliet's website and project onto her all the wonderful things that I want in my life. You could make up that she is living the dream, doing multi-million dollar projects, making all of her clients happy, and is highly sought after in her community in Maryland. And all of that is true. But there's another side to the story. Juliet reached out to me because she wanted some private coaching. She found herself in a position, after managing millions of dollars in client projects, of hitting a few projects in a row where things didn't turn out the way she had hoped. And that can truly devastate your confidence. It can create a real crisis. And another interior design professional in her community told her about business of design. And Juliet began to literally binge on all of the courses and make immediate changes in her business. And she reached out to me with some specific questions. The minute Juliet began to speak... I realized she was telling my story. I had goosebumps all over my arms and I had to stop her and I had to say, could you, would you be willing to allow us to record this? Because there are other people listening who feel exactly this way, but are so busy comparing their insides to someone else's insta outsides that they don't realize they're not alone. And this conversation could be so helpful. So Juliet is not only extremely talented, but she's very brave and willing to be vulnerable in the hopes that it's going to help somebody else who's listening. As interior design professionals, we love our work because it matters so much. We want our clients to get our best every time because we know it's going to affect the way they live for years to come. But doing our best work isn't possible if we can't dedicate ourselves to it. And we really can't dedicate ourselves to it if it doesn't earn us a living. That was my story. I've always been passionate about interior design, but I used to find it hard to keep that passion alive and be truly a creative while I struggled with managing clients and managing trades and dealing with billing and managing log sheets and all of those many factors that make up a project. When I hit a crisis of confidence, when I hit a bottom for me in my career, I was extremely well known in my community. I had a television show on HGTV Canada. Actually, it was my third TV show. I was on TV every single day of the week as an expert. So I had a lot of clients, but I didn't know how to run the business. And the tragic reality is 95% of design professionals also don't know how to run a business. Nobody could give me the answer, so I got help. I reached out to a coach who did something really important for me. She was not able to give me Business of Design's 15-step project management strategy, which, by the way, I should call Kimberly Selden Design Group's 15-step project management strategy because we use it every single day. And that's who I created it for. I did not create it for you. I created it for me to save my life. My coach was not able to give that to me, but what she gave to me was this idea that although... I didn't have a solution. There was a solution. Just because everybody did it one way didn't mean I had to do it the same way. If I was willing to work very hard and make a lot of mistakes 
and pick myself up and dust myself off and try again, maybe, just maybe, I could produce a better way to work. So I didn't start with 15 steps. I started from a rock bottom lack of confidence and a fantasy that I was going to quit the industry forever because it was just too hard. That's where I started. You may relate to where I started. You'll definitely relate to where Juliet is at in her career, I think. And I want to say this as well. Business of Design is a podcast, and I'm so happy you're there listening week after week. But we're much, much more than a podcast. We have been developing course content since 2005. So businessofdesign.com is a learning community. If you don't have the systems and strategies you need to be effective in your business and in your career, we do. Just copy them. You don't have to create them like I did. You do not have to spend 15 years working, 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 experimenting, failing, getting an occasional win. You can just copy what we do, and we want you to do that. So I'm putting in a plug right now that if you are not yet a member of businessofdesign.com, you are not getting all the benefits you could get. Is business of design expensive? It is not expensive at all, which flies in the face of everything I'm going to tell you about raising your fees and charging what you're worth. It absolutely does fly in the face. Why would I do that? I do that because business of design for me is not my money-making revenue stream. My money-making revenue stream are clients. Kimberly Selden Design Group does very, very well. Thank you very much. Business of design is priced so we can reach as many design professionals as possible because every single time another design professional steps up and does better work and charges a living wage, it's good for every single one of us. It's so funny. I was uh, speaking at a, a small to a small group of designers in Copenhagen this past week, and one of them said, "Is it sixty seven hundred and fifty dollars a month?" Um, and I said, "No, it's sixty seven dollars and fifty cents a month." And she said, "Oh, that seems really inexpensive." And uh, anyway, there's the explanation. Business of Design is a coaching community for creative professionals, interior decorators, designers, stagers, stylists architects and landscape designers. We have members in all of those categories. We have members in 50 countries. I want you to be a member. I want you to get everything you can out of membership. And when you join, as you watch courses, when you have questions, you can ask any question and I am the person who answers those questions. I have other people on the business of design team and you meet some of them on the podcast, but they don't answer those questions. I answer those questions. So effectively, I'm your mentor. And in this episode, I think you'll agree that Juliet makes a wonderful mentor as well. Let me tell you about Juliet. Juliet Palaria is a principal and designer at JP Styles. She believes everyone deserves access to the type of design that evokes feelings of comfort and sophistication. She's completed numerous projects in the categories of renovation, remodel, and new construction. Her team prides itself on understanding a client's wishes and making them a reality. Her interest in design began early in her career as she founded a company called California Fabric Protection in West Hollywood, California, and she developed a love of architecture and design and was nurtured by top area designers and clients in and around Beverly Hills and Pasadena. Juliet's projects today have been featured in Baltimore Magazine and Chesapeake Home, as well as... She's received recognition from the Home Builders Association of Maryland and an award for excellence in kitchen remodels, 300 to 400,000. So literally millions of dollars in design projects managed. Her success is not slowly created through execution, but also in the trust her clients place in her. Again, jpstyles.net, check out her website as you listen to her brave story And the beginning, I think, of an explosion into a lifestyle and a career she's dreamed of. I'm so glad you're here. Episode 81, Impetus to Change. Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden. Business of Design is the coaching community for independent designers like you. We know it takes more than hard work and talent to successfully run a professional design firm. 
There are proven business strategies that can solve your immediate business challenges and transform your life. Don't try to do this alone. Join today and you'll have access to more than 100 video courses plus Kimberly Selden as your mentor and guide. Unlike traditional coaching, which can take years to produce tangible results, BOD is a fast track to immediate results for independent interior designers, decorators, architects, stagers, and landscapers just like you. Monthly membership is only $67.50. Annual members save two months and have access to Kimberly's contracts. What are you waiting for? We all know design matters. At Business of Design, we think designers matter too. Cheryl, so good to talk to you. I was on vacation and you were working. That worked out really well for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it sounded like you actually got to let loose a little and and really have a break, which is great for you. I did. I did. But I know you were busy keeping a lot of balls in the air. So what's going on for us? Yeah, well, you're only back, uh, you know, a little bit catching up and now we're sending you on the road again. So this weekend, you're headed to High Point. Um, So you're doing two events there on Friday, uh, the 12th at one o'clock at the point. Uh, You're going to be doing a live podcast, which is exciting. Some of our members are joining you. Um, But all of our members can come out and watch. So if you're going to be at High Point, um, go to the point at one o'clock on Friday and you can be part of that live podcast. Right. And everybody is invited. If you, if you are not yet a member of Business of Design, come on out and hang out with our awesome, cool members and get your questions answered. Because it's going to be, um, we're going to be interviewing some of our Business of Design members Yes, and they're going to be coming prepared with questions for you. Ooh. A bit of a group coaching session. Oh, it's great. on the spot. I'm being grilled. Yes. Okay, so that's <laughs> that's happening on the weekend. And then I'm flying back quickly to Toronto for a wedding, which is super fun. And then I'm getting on a plane to go to Palm Springs for the retreat. Yes. And then I'm told that I'm not going to get to sit by the pool after the retreat, <laughs> in fact. It's a it's a busy few days there with the group. Right. Okay. It's, so, so yeah, it's going to be go, go, go once we get there. Okay. And then a, a good, go, 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 a go really good. Go, go, go. Good. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm filming two days with city line in Palm Springs. So that'll be really fun. We're filming for the TV show. And then as soon as I'm done filming for the TV show, I'm heading to Texas. Yes. Yeah. So 25th and 26th, um, few spots left at most of the locations, but we've had a lot of interest in there. Uh, they're filling up. So um, registration is open on the website. So make sure you register, even though it's a free event, uh, make sure you do sign up and let us know that you're coming. Okay. Super fun. And I'm spending uh, the both nights with my, uh, my oldest and dearest friend, uh, in Dallas, Joyce Lassert, and she's going to get in a car with me and drive from Dallas to Houston very early in the morning. So we're on time for that event. And uh, so that's really fun for me. So she's, she's never gone to a business of design event. She's not an interior designer. So it'll be, it'll be fun to have her feedback on the group. That's great. It's going to be a busy month. Yeah. Yeah, it is. How unusual. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to joining you in Palm Springs. Absolutely. And then November and December, we will be making announcements about what's happening in 2019. We have so many. It's a long list. Yeah, Yeah. we have some really fun stuff and more courses coming, more learnings. uh, And Cheryl, can't live without you. Thank you for everything. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Juliet, it's great talking to you today. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Where are you from? Where are you calling from? I am calling from Timonium, Maryland. It's about 20 minutes outside of Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, lovely. Okay. My second marriage was in Baltimore, Maryland. I've been married to the same guy uh, and we get remarried every seven years. And our, our second wedding really? was... Yeah, so I can say things like, you know, my fourth husband would never have said that to me. Uh, <laughs> that is hysterical. So you know Baltimore. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, we had really close friends who lived there. We got married in the harbor. Uh, and it was, it was beautiful. It was cold that day, uh, but it was just beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So we started having a conversation offline and I said, no, 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 this is too good. It has to become a podcast. So let's just start at the beginning. If you don't mind, you essentially told my story and you were so candid and so vulnerable. And I just, I had goosebumps thinking about what it feels like to be in that position. And, and I'm also super excited because I know you're not going to stay in that position very long. Uh, but if you could just tell me why you reached out in the first place. 
Well, I found myself um, after a very, I would say, successful um, six years or so and probably 10 years, 11 years in um, total in the design field at a crossroad where I wasn't happy anymore. I felt down. I felt like every job was ending um, poorly uh, for one reason or the other. Um, Two, most recently, I had to quit um, because I just felt like it was getting to a place where I was losing so much money, giving things away, um, letting things go on invoicing um, for fear of what if they don't like me? What if they don't refer me? All the what ifs. And it just became so overwhelming that I thought I either quit. Um, and you know, my, fortunately I'm married and he could, you know, manage the the household income until I regrouped and figured out what to do or something was going to happen. And that something that was going to happen was you. And I always feel like, you know, when life becomes painful or stressful or difficult is when another door is going to open. And I was waiting patiently for that. And I spoke to another designer who was in a very similar situation and she gave me your website and the difference between I think her and I is I devoured it. I mean, I've been up to one o'clock every night watching lesson after lesson after podcast. I just, I just want to acknowledge you and affirm you for being so brave to share that because that is my story. Projects ended badly. I felt embarrassed about that. I felt shame about that. And I felt that possibly every Mm -hmm. other designer in town was having a great experience and their clients loved them because when I went to parties, that's what I heard. That's what I heard from all the designers. Oh, everything is great. My clients love me. Best year of my life. And I, I just, I thought there's something inherently flawed with me because you could not want to make people happy as bad as I wanted to make people happy and fail so miserably. So I just want to affirm you for being so brave to say that. And there's a whole web of people all over the world who are listening, who are like giving us a big virtual hug because they're in the same boat. Like they're just so in the same boat. I feel like we're um, we're separated at birth or something because I'm the same way as you. Once I found something to try, I just devoured it. So you just jumped in with both feet, and now tell t- now you take it from there. But I just really had to stop and affirm you there for a minute. Well, I appreciate that greatly, and and to your point of other people, I think when you make yourself vulnerable, you you know, allow other people to then open up. And I was just sharing about you before um, signing up to talk to you. And this woman approached me in the, I have an office in the design center here in Maryland. That's very new. I just um, leased it a couple months ago, which was part of the issue because it was kind of right before all of these things started falling apart. And I'm like, Oh, great. I have an office and I have all this, you know, expense and et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, she walked up to, up to me and said, um, Juliet, I understand I have, I got shingles from the amount of stress I was under and how I'm treated by clients. And it almost made me cry. I'm like, why is this, why is this like this? And I think part of what you had said on several of your, um, videos that I had watched is, you know, Designers, for some reason, walk through their careers as if they are lesser than um, perhaps someone in some other career. And I don't know why that is. It it really doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I'm I'm trying to learn more and more about that through your your videos. Um, But there's this fear, even as I'm learning the 15 steps, and I'm listening to you about consultations and making sure they're prepaid, et cetera, this fear wells up in you. Well, everyone's going to, 
everyone's going to say no to that. You know, what mm-hmm. will I do? Yeah. And you know what I've learned too? It's funny, but a lot of other career paths have the same struggle. And I think the minute there's a creative element, we somehow downplay the value of the service we provide. And I think also, if I can state a gross generalization, females are trained from a very young age to take a back seat. And so just by virtue of the fact that this is the career we picked, it must be the back seat. So what I hear over and over and over again from talented, hardworking professionals is, oh, I'm, I'm just a decorator. I'm just a designer. And you never hear someone say, I'm just a lawyer. I'm just a doctor. I'm just a, you know, uh, electrician. I'm just a engineer. But you hear just a, a lot around the things right. that we do. So... Yeah, we're not alone. We're definitely not alone. That's for sure. Yeah, it's sad and unfortunate because I actually don't know uh, a group of people that work harder no. to please people. Um, 14, 15 hour days, I'll be styling a home. Uh, one of the recent, um, I, I will call disaster endings, I literally these people were off in France vacationing and we were finishing the install. And I stayed at this home until probably midnight cleaning, just cleaning. Cause I couldn't find a cleaning crew. Um, and I wanted it to be perfect for them when they got back. And when they got back, the way I was treated is what I am experiencing time and time again. And that's what beats you down. So it wasn't, they didn't even acknowledge or recognize that I had did that, did that. It was what didn't I do and what didn't they get? Um, and it just, it's, it's just not right. (laughs) I guess what, what, but when I was listening to you, I'm like, but I've created this. I've set this up. I've set people up to treat me this way. Well, and this is how I know you can beat this because you're, you're already there. You get it. You'll never get there if you still think it's the client's fault. Never. But the minute you can say, I know that I've created this scenario, so now I'm going to change, and that might be a bit hard. It was very hard for me. Um, I'm going to change, and the whole world will have to change around me. It, it, there's no other way this could work. Because when you change, everybody changes. They have to. They have to change to work with you. And it honestly begins from the moment, I think, when you're at your lowest low, when you really are at the bottom and you're despairing, that's when you can make the most powerful changes. Because you're like, I give up. I surrender. I'm done. You know, I have a a friend who'll say it's like a boulder, a boulder rolled over onto you and you're flat on your back with a boulder on your chest and you're looking up at the heavens and you're just like, I give, I'm done. Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. So yay. That's where you are. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's where you are. And I, I just, again, like I just visualize people listening to the podcast and they're driving, they're like, oh my gosh, me too, me too. So please uh, give us a shout out if this is your story as well. Um, okay. So, so now what? Now what? I know that we can plug up 95% of the holes that are causing clients to be stressed through business of design. That's, that was my experience that we can plug up 95% of the Mm -hmm. issues that cause people to be stressed. So that's possible. And that's really exciting. But what do you do today when you're in this position where you just feel like you've just been beaten down so badly? What, what do you do next? Well, that's a good question. Um, and part of why I signed up to speak in front of, um, my financial advisors clientele, I guess you sh- you could say, and it's already the invitation went out and it's already generating a lot of yeses in the RSVP because I think design is something that people are very interested in, um, mm-hmm. particularly women, I think. Just so everybody has a back the background, you have a financial planner who said, hey, Juliet, I'm hosting an event with some of my high net worth clients. Will you come and speak? Yes, correct. 
Good for you. And it happened to hit. Um, not, well, I mean, it, it's like it's a it's a it's a gift. The and I don't think anything is coincidence. Um, you know, it was right when I started to think about okay, why don't I have any work? Um, and when I say I don't have any work, I really, that's not really fair. I have um, a couple renovation jobs. Um, but no decor jobs. And I had become used, used to having these big houses. So I would have a big house that I was working on and then, you know, four or five other um, smaller projects at any given time. And that wasn't present. And then there weren't a lot of calls. And like I told you, it was kind of the perfect storm. And then he asked us and I thought, well, of course, I need to do this. It's actually nice because I am... I have the space to do it and the space to give it what it needs. But what's interesting is, so I'm thinking to myself, A, how am I going to speak in front of all these people in a, and thus me finding you, calling you? But B, and more importantly, let's say clientele comes out of that. Then what? I mean, I am literally in a position right now where I refuse to even go out on a consultation. I, in fact, just got a call um, yesterday uh, for a consultation up against two of the big designers in town. You probably know one of them. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, I don't want to go out on this unless I have implemented all of Kimberly's platforms. Like, because I don't want to do another job ever unless I can protect um, my time, my sanity, you know, I mean, all of it. And so that's the other thing. What do I do with that? You know, how do I put these things into to high gear and make sure I can do it well when I'm just learning? Okay, so there's nothing better than high stakes to make you learn quickly. <laughs> right. Um, so I think you're in a really True. good position <laughs> to implement fast. Um, I also want to say we're having this conversation in August and just everybody should just recognize that very often um, August, if you live in somewhere where it's summer in August, because I know in Australia, it's the opposite. But very often it's quiet toward the end of summer because people are going to their cottages, their cabins, their camps, whatever it is. So that's kind of typical. And I think in your case, Juliet, it's just the universe is providing you with just a bit of breathing space so you can make these vital changes that you have asked for. So I think you're in really great shape. And I'm excited about the speaking opportunity you're going to take. So we want to talk about that. And then in terms of this customer who you might have an opportunity to go to the consultation, why not go to the consultation, charge for the consultation, build your scope of work at the consultation, read your contract at the consultation. And if you get the job, we're just going to talk you through it. You're just going to go through this job using us as your team. So we're going to help you through that job. Well, I think that is phenomenal. And I, but one question that begs, and I'm sure other people that would be listening would have the same question why I would think that they would. So one of the things I started doing when I um, was realizing the phone wasn't ringing as much as it had, and I went into that sheer panic that I had ruined everything in my life, you know, the dramatics, um, <laughs> I decided okay, I'm going to reach out, you know, I'm going to, 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 um, put myself out there more than I have. And so I started to align myself with high level agents, real estate agents in the area. One in particular, I like very much. And he is the one that got me this meeting. And so I feel very hesitant to charge for that when I know the two other designers and they, I, I, I can safely tell you they're the two biggest designers in town firms and they're firms and they have big backings, which I don't have. Um, do you see what I'm saying? Like, it feels like yes. You've made up that this would be the first, I know it, it flies in the face. 
yeah. what you teach. Right, <laughs> right. And this is where you have to have faith and you have to step off the cliff. You just do because you can go to that consultation for free. You may or may not get the job, but but you will not have changed Juliet. And your task is to change Juliet because you're the only one that you can change. You can't change anybody else. So for me, there would be fear that I would disappoint the real estate agent. Like, what? I'm giving you this gig and you're throwing a fee in my face. So that would come up for me. Um, Definitely. But this is what I can tell you. There are times when I get called to go to a consultation where another firm, a big firm, is going to the consultation for free. And we say, no, our policy is this. This is what we'll do at the consultation so that at the end of the consultation, you will have a scope of work. You will you will understand what's actually involved in the project and we can discuss your budget accurately. Not just a meet and greet where everybody sees if they get along. We're going to get along. Uh, I'm a nice person. You're a nice person. We already, that's established. It's a given. So instead of having a meet and greet, that's a bit of a waste of time for everybody. We make this a working meeting, a working meeting. And those two hours are invaluable to launching your project effectively and efficiently. And it's possible they could say, well, that's ridiculous. We're going to go with these other two. Great. They might. Um, Or they might meet them and then not really know what to do and decide to give that Juliet a chance afterwards, which has happened to us before. They've had a couple people in for free. And what happens in that case, let's say both of those firms that go to the consultation for free are great. Maybe they're really talented. So firm A says the following fabulous Mm -hmm. things. And then the client um, thinks firm A is awesome. And then firm B comes and they say fabulous things, but they're very different than firm A. So now the client's like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know what to do. Which one's the right answer? Which one's the expert? And I'm super confused, right? Where if they would pay for that consultation, everything in them wants you to be right and correct and an expert because now they're invested, right? So there are times when we get the call uh-huh. after the companies have gone for free because they've just confused the client and we come in and we charge and we go, yeah, that's what we want to do. So just trust that you'll be fine. You're not, you know, you're not desperate for work. It might be different advice if you said, I can't pay my rent, but you're so lucky that that isn't the situation. And for somebody listening, that might be the situation, in which case you, you go, you go if that's the situation. Right. Right. I see what you're saying. Um, and you know, what's interesting, the, the designer who gave me your name, um, and website, I think is, um, going through your process as well. Um, maybe not at the lightning speed I am, but I do know that she, um, I think has implemented that. And one person said yes. And one person said no. And she said, how do you feel about that? And I said, well, honestly, if you, if that person wasn't willing to pay you X dollars to come out, then are they really going to be willing to pay you $50,000 to, you know, redo their first floor? Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. It I does mean, seem let's pretty find logical, out, right? Yeah. Let's find out right now how willing they are to invest in this project. The other thing I was going to say to you, and I'm, this is just off the top of my head, if you felt really strongly that you would lose this relationship with the real estate person, what you could say is, Joe, I charge uh, $800 for the consultation. So I can waive that, but I don't want the clients to think I've waived that because I want this to start professionally. So if we're going to do that, then I want you to tell them that you're paying the $800 fee. Do you know what I mean? That's a good idea. That's a very good idea. It's a mm-hmm. it's a compromise, right? Yeah. And then it's possible Joe will say, "Oh, I'm too embarrassed to to do that, so let me pay you 400 or whatever, who knows? Or Joe will say, "Don't be crazy. They have tons of money. They'll pay 800." Like, who knows? Just see see what will happen. But you can just be honest with them that you charge for the consultation right. because you know that's a really important working meeting. And the the times that you go out and you've charged for the consultation 95% of the time you get the job. And when you don't charge for the consultation, you get the job 33% of the time. Really? Yeah. That is wild to me. 
Yeah. Thousands of designers have told us well, this information it, from all over the world, literally, that that is the, it's a huge difference when you charge and when you don't charge how many jobs you get. That's just absolutely intriguing. I mean, and it's such a simple, that one's a simple change. I mean, that's an easy one. Um, following through your your paperwork, just off the top of my head, I'm, I, as someone who is very challenged in the administrative technical areas, um, I'm thinking to myself, well, I need a full-time person to process, this is a serious question, process all of the worksheets and the um, log sheets. I mean, once I started watching your videos, I'm like, no wonder I have so many problems. I mean, I am really good at coming up with beautiful rooms, designing structures from the ground up, but I am awful, awful at logging and documenting 50% of what I do. For sure. I and think we so, all agree again, that that is true for the majority of us, for sure. And to, the short answer to your question, are you going to have to hire someone full-time to do that, is yeah, maybe, but that person's hours are 100% billable. And that person becomes a profit generator for you. What happens in most cases, yeah. the designer's overwhelmed, can't breathe, literally doesn't know how to, she's possibly going to survive the next month or six months or he, and then you grab at the very first hire you can find, look at you, you have a pulse, you'll do, come and help me in my design firm, <laughs> right? And then they get there I've and they say, yes, of course you, I know you have, because we're like, we're separated at birth. I know you have, because um, I've done it, right? I and have. then they get to your office and this literally, how can I help you? I want to be of service. What can I do for you? And you say, okay, well, I'm going to give you the Smith job. I just have to, I just have to get it to a place where I can give it to you. And, and, and so leave that one with me. How about if I get you to do this thing? And then she'll ask a question and you go, oh, okay, yeah, I guess I have to train you on how to do that. You know what? Leave that one with me. I'll do that one. And then before you know it, that person is like picking up your dry cleaning and, uh, you know, returning. <laughs> this is identical. Oh, this is identical. Right? Doing my laundry, picking my kids up in the carpool line. Yeah. And I'm still doing the same thing back at the office, pulling right. every hair out of my head. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, me. and by the way, can you get you me a cappuccino? Me. <laughs> like, so now you have a $25,000, $30,000 a year cappuccino getter. And by the way, it's no picnic for the person who wants to work for you either because they actually really do want to be helpful. So yes. you yes. are yes. going to go yes. through yes. A, a painful marathon training period right now. This is where you're at in your life. You're going to train for a marathon. You're going you're gonna to tear an Achilles heel or whatever you do when you're a runner. I don't know. I'm not a runner. Um, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to have to go through some aches and pains, but you are going to be able to do this. You are going to be able to do this. I'm not someone who loves paperwork. I did not like any of the system. I didn't want any systems, no systems, no thank you. This is a creative business. Every you one of my projects so looks different. Well, I've been doing it a long time now, right? And then here's the weird thing. I realized after we were using them that it it made things easier. That was a shock to me. It made things right. easier. Right. Right? It just, wow, that's, that's easier. That's easier. And then once I had the systems and they were written down, hiring that next person is easy. Read the step-by-step -step guide to how to produce a worksheet here's a fabric, here's a trim, do a worksheet right now, just reading this document and show it to me. And like, how much easier is it training someone like that? Yes. Yes. I agree. I mean, it's overwhelming now. I, I'm glad you're saying it's going to be a painful marathon because that's how it feels when that, when that is not your gifting. Um, but like we to circle back to what we were saying because I got to my bottom and you know just like we said I was at my bottom ready to quit so it doesn't matter anything from here is a bonus 
like, you know, because if you weren't going to do something and then you're doing something, I'd rather not take work. Right. Period. Learn this and do it right and not stop short in any of it and then test it out um, and, and see how it goes. I also have kids that are getting very close to, oh, I can't even say it without wanting to cry, about four years of all my kids gone. And I want to build something that, you know, can sustain over time so that I have something I love to do when the, that day quickly yeah. comes. Yeah. And, and, and I want that for you too. And you deserve that. And it's possible to do this. It is possible. I did not think it was possible when I first started down this path. And there were times where I was crying and I was throwing the book against the wall and said, I just can't do it. But here's the thing. I'm still not good with paperwork. I'm still not good with paperwork, but I faced my demons. I figured out how to do it. And then I can hand it to someone else that I don't have to do it anymore. You have to have the ultimate showdown, yeah. right? This is like Rocky versus that Russian guy. I don't even remember which Rocky that was, but like, right, there's an ultimate yeah. showdown between you and purchase orders. And once you do it, you face it. It's not all that fun. You get it done. You do not have to do it anymore. Or you can choose to do it, and it's really easy. I would have loved, in fact, I would have paid a lot of money to watch you with my last client. <laughs> Hell, it's a fantasy now. Yeah. You and my last client together with purchase orders. I think she had me redo her dining room 12 times. I think I did it 12 times mm -hmm. under a flat fee contract. Mm -hmm. And when I was studying your flat free, flat free fee contract last night, if I could put that up, I was like, oh my goodness. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was just basically winging a business. I'd throw a giant number out for a flat fee and think that it was going to cover me over the next eight months. Right. I actually would think, wow, I can't believe they said yes to that right. number. Of course. And yeah. then six, right. You know, like, <laughs> wow, that sounds like a ton of money. Can wow, I just say great. too, that was and an incredible, months, incredible Freudian slip that you had. You said flat free like three times. And because, for, <laughs> right? right? I'm no psychologist, yes, but exactly. that's the very definition of a Freudian slip. Absolutely. Flat is free hysterical. is what most of us do. Most yes. of us do flat free. Oh. Right? Yeah. Yes. I, I really, I, I would love to <laughs> have seen you and her together. Ugh, well, I want to see you with anyway, her because um, she'll come around again. And this is the weird thing too. I used to joke, like, if you had my clients, you would drink too. That's how I felt on a Friday night out. At, you would drink too if you had my clients. Well, it, my clients are all great now. So did they change or did I change? I, I honestly, going Ooh, back, when I look at those, one. right? When I look at those clients that I really struggled with, that I thought were such jerks, I really wonder if I would go back in time and do it the way I'm doing it now, if they would turn out to be pretty decent human beings. I think I stress them out a lot oh with gosh, my that's chaos. So scary. Yeah. Oh, no, Kimberly, you're that's good. tapping into the... <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're No, you're right. Because listen, this is why I got to the place I was. I consider myself a pretty self-aware human. I've, you know, been in therapy over my days. I, 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 I want to be introspective. I don't want to, um, not look at reality. And there was one common denominator and that was me. Right. So it can't be that all of those people are jerks. And I know I'm a really nice, loving, caring person who works my butt off. So it wasn't that I'm this bad person, but there is something I am doing or not doing, probably not doing, that is um, raising the hair on these people's backs. And I heard the same thing over and over, Kimberly. It's like, a, it's like literally everyone. Julia, you are so 
talented. We absolutely love our house. Love it. Everything about it. Couldn't you, you hit the nail on the head, but yeah, we can't stand your accounting. We can't stand. I, and this was the best one. I just have to say this. can't believe I'm telling you, <laughs> telling you all these horrible things. But this one woman said, Juliet, it's like you dressed me up to go to the ball and didn't put my jewelry on. You got your paycheck and you were gone. And what was I thinking? I was thinking I was underpaid right. by, you know, a trillion dollars for the work I had done. So that disconnect is what led me to where I am right now. Yeah. We can change all that. I guarantee you we can change it. I know because I it's changed for me and it's changed for so many other people. And I'm not so special. There's nothing special about me. I just did not want to fail. And so I was persistent in looking for solutions. And then when I found solutions, I shared them um, first organically and now through business of design. But it's really important for me to keep talking about it because my default position is doing it the old way. Don't worry about a worksheet. Just, you know, don't worry. Don't worry. And then things get messed up. So I can't say that you will be a person who loves paperwork and loves the documentation part, but I can say that you can create systems where those things are not painful. And if you follow the rules, your own rules, you will be a hundred percent transformed. And I predict five years from now, you will, will be having this conversation and you'll say that a hundred percent of your clients in the past five years have been happy with your, your work. And that's where I am. I, I have literally one client in the last 15 years who wasn't happy. And, um, it was a series of unfortunate events coupled with the fact that I think you just wasn't a happy person. So, but that's pretty good. 15 well, years. I was going to say, there are, there are those. Yeah. 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 I mean, but they're rare. Yeah, exactly. I used to think they were every client I had. But now I know, no, they're extremely, it's extremely rare. It's extremely rare. So, so definitely we can, we can fix the things that are wrong that are leading you to the moment where the client tells you you left off the jewelry. And I think it's from the first phone call that they have with your office that's where it starts and how a project starts is how a project ends. So I go back to the fact if you start that project for free, that's how that project ends. And if you if you know if the client yep. is driving the bus, the project will never end smoothly, never. So whatever is causing us to have you redo a dining room 12 times, that's got to be fixed too and we're going to look at all that stuff for sure. Juliet, we end every single podcast by asking our guests to provide design intervention. What would you say is something you feel really committed to that you think could be vitally important for someone listening? Well, is it too simple to say that I'm going to put all of these practices absolutely into high gear as of tomorrow. I mean, that would be my, the, if nothing, <laughs> if nothing else, it, it probably sounds silly since I'm talking to you, No, but, um, that would be exactly what I would tell any designer today that it just don't go another day on the path you're on until you put these steps in place. So that you don't have these horribly emotional endings that I've had recently. Yeah. That would be my yeah. so, word of advice. Yeah. So take action today. That's what I heard. Take action today because we're really big at yeah, saying, I'm going exactly. to do that next Thursday. I will, I pro, I'm going to look at that as soon as I finish the Smith project. I'm going to make time to do that course uh, next week. As soon as I just have to get through this one thing I'm doing right now, that, then I'll do it next week. But my experience is today's the day, today. Even if it means you stay up an hour later. I agree 100%. Right? You stay up an hour later. You don't watch Netflix. You do whatever it is today. So even if it's 15 minutes of, of working on your business today, it's better than planning 12 hours next week. 15 minutes today, right? I think that's a great design Trust me, intervention. it is. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, excellent. You're going to come back and on part two, we are going to talk about that speaking gig you have. And specifically, what do you talk about when your goal is to reach clients in the audience? Does that sound right? 
Exactly right. Yep. You have been so amazing. Thank you so much for your bravery and coming on the show. I really appreciate uh, everything you've taught us today, Juliet, and we'll, we'll look por- forward to the second part of the conversation. Awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for being part of the Business of Design community. If you love what we do, please show your support by subscribing to the podcast and rating our efforts. Remember, you can be a part of the podcast by sharing your comments, ideas, and questions via the BOD hotline at 416-780-9187, extension 107, or by sending an MP3 file to info at businessofdesign.com. And when you're ready to transform your business and your life, sign up for a monthly or annual membership. Together, we will achieve extraordinary results. Start today. Start today.